Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome once again to the BTSC, that's Behind the Still Curtain, the family of podcasts, as we welcome you to our Monday show. It's not the Steeler hangover because we're not in season, it's the Steeler Q&A where you get a chance to ask question about, questions about the Steelers, and we ask them to you as well. <laughs> Hello once again, my name is Brian Anthony Davis, along with uh, Tony Defio, my good friend and my colleague for a few years now. Tony, what is going on, man? Ah. Uh. I am just enjoying this Monday. It's a uh, it's a beautiful day. It's not a cloud in the sky. I hope hope everybody's uh, has a chance to get out and go for a walk or something later or earlier today. How are you? You, you walk a lot, Tony, right? Uh, I'd say about thirty miles a week now. Wow, that's fantastic. That's that's fantastic. Um, for me, I need to walk more, and I definitely want to walk more. So, uh, you know, with the dogs, my dogs are lazy too, and they're tiny. I have tiny <laughs> little dogs, little dachshunds, little ankle biters, but uh, uh, they have little legs. So they're like, man, we're not walking. So uh, <laughs> they'll go a little bit and they were like, we're done. And I've got little legs. So I'm usually done after a little bit, but uh, I got to get back out there because health first, that's the most important thing. Um, doing well, Tony. It's a, it's a beautiful day here in Maryland as well. And I got to tell you, it's uh, it was in the the seventies, uh, so it's not swimming weather. Even though I'm not going to be swimming anyways, but it just it just feels nice, just a cool breeze. It's a spring day, yeah, and uh, just glad to be here. So, uh, seeing some good friends in the uh, in the uh, live chat already. We've got uh, Show ninety one flips in here. Odessa, Jared Devil, good to see y'all. We're going to get a lot of more people in and uh, probably going to talk about a controversial subject 
for Steeler Nation, where usually I'm the guy that uh, I agree with everybody. People aren't going to like my take on this one. That's not a hater thing. It's actually a Homer thing. And you guys are going to be the haters, even though this is not the Homer and the hater. Um, good to see uh, uh, Portna, Brighton, Cree, Felicia is in here too as well. So um, glad to see y'all. And uh, it's a fantastic day in Steeler Nation. I am just glad to uh, I'm just glad to be here and talk about my favorite thing in the world, and that's the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now remember, BTSC. It's not just podcast. It is the website, the blog site. So many articles every day. You can see Tony's musings. Some of the best, really, the best commentary that you're going to uh, see is from Tony Defio, and I can honestly say that um, I was so excited uh, when I got a chance to meet him a few years ago. And talk to him because I read his stuff for a long time, and I was like, "This this guy is just, this guy's just good." Um, you know, we we have yeah, look at that head's getting bigger. Um, Dave Schofield, the uh, the new editor, is doing a great job putting everything together. You will see, you know, tons and tons of articles each and every day. Um, not just from Dave, but from Jeffrey, from Mike, from Flip, from Tony, even myself. Um, if I missed anybody, um. I do apologize. I'm just uh, rolling through real quick. And remember, our family of podcasts here, not just this show. We have the uh, Steeler Q&A today, which is this show. But then tomorrow, you're going to have the Stat Geek, a couple shows with the the brothers Sco. Um, Rich and Dave Schofield do those shows. Um, really good information there. Then on Wednesday night, you're going to have the Standard is the Standard. It is back with Lance Williams. And uh, it's going to be some rotating uh partners with uh lance i am going to be on that show this week and then on the preview it's going to be dave schofield myself and uh michael beck who uh you heard yesterday and saw yesterday on the homer and the hater show lance returns on fridays lance is there with yeah i said it a great show um where he's uh very vociferous about um about what he uh has to say i love yeah i said it it's emphatic then Sunday, then uh, on Saturday, uh, Steelers brunch with Tony and the Homer and the Hater show once again, um, which will be uh, Lance Williams and myself. Um, now that I'm I'm in the Homer role, as far as uh, replacing uh, Jeff Hartman in that role, um, Felicia even mentioned yesterday that we got to change the name of that. So uh, um, she had a great idea, Mister Two AM and the Wingman. Um, <laughs> but we'll we'll talk about that, and maybe I could uh, fall into that Homer role. Today, I'm definitely going to be a homer, um, as you know. Uh, Brighton Barnes asks, is Michael Beck new? Michael's been with the, uh, he's been with us for a while um, as far as writing goes. He's the new deputy editor of Behind the Steel Curtain. He has had um, audio podcast. And uh, his very first, uh, it's called The Live Mike. And his very first one was Chase Claypool because Michael grew up and played football against and in the same league as uh Chase Claypool in British Columbia. And uh, so, you know, Michael Beck uh, has also uh, secured some more guests that are coming up. We're going to have some more Steeler guests, um, current and uh, retired players that uh, we should see over the next few weeks, uh, whether it be just on the audio platform or we're trying to get them on the YouTube platform as well. But uh, really exciting things coming up here. So uh, that's what's going on. But the big question, it's Steeler Q&A. And I know, I know I raised some eyebrows when I wrote that and I knew it was going to happen. Ryan Switzer can make 
the Steeler roster on his own merit. So what does that mean? That means that his friendship with Ben Roethlisberger is not going to matter. He's going to earn a spot. Now, a lot of people are going to disagree with me on that, and I have no problem with that. Um, that's, that's what we do. We disagree friendly. It's we're your sports bar. That's what we are. It's, it's a chance to argue, Tony, what are your thoughts on Ryan Switzer? Well, if you would ask me this a year ago, I, I probably would have been more positive, but based on last year, I don't know right now. And, and also it's a, maybe a numbers thing too, because of the, the top four guys now with, with the uh, aforementioned Chase Claypool, the, the new draft picks, that's four guys right there. You know they're going to make the team because they're not going to cut. Obviously, Juju, James Washington, Deion, Jonte uh, Johnson, and or Deontay Johnson, or Claypool. So it's, it's just a matter of do they, how much do they, uh, do they like Deion Kane? Is he going to is he going to uh, show out this year, this summer? If he does, then there's five right there. And then it's just a matter of, of uh, do they keep six? Do they keep six receivers? And if they do, then I, I think he has a really good chance. Uh, as far as punt returns and stuff like that, I think Deontay Johnson's the guy there too. So it's going to be a little, it's going to be a little more difficult for him this year. But at the same time, he does have Ben as uh, his in his corner, and he, like a lot of people, he was compromised last year by the lack of Ben. So you know, maybe maybe uh, he can he can uh, make a a comeback this this summer in training camp. Now I know if Lance Williams was on the show, he would definitely disagree with me on this, but. This is where I'm going with this. I mean, I have a few, I have a few facts to go ahead and back me up on this. So the reason I'm saying that Ryan Switzer is going to make this team on his own merit, he was traded to his team, this team for a fourth rounder on his own merit. The thing about him is when he first came to the Pittsburgh Steelers back in 2018, there was a lot of excitement because you didn't have a guy returning kicks. You didn't have a guy returning punts. And when he first started returning punts and kicks, we called him the jitterbug or a water bug back there. He was jumping all around and he was gaining some yards. And if you look at the stats, the stats kind of back it up. So I'm wondering with this, what happened from year one to year two? So definitely what happened is I'm wondering if they told him to be more conservative as far as the return game goes. Now, one thing that you could bank on for years for, I would say about maybe 15 years, they liked more steady hands on the kickoff team and on the punt return team. And so the reason I'm saying this, do you remember the, who was the kick returner in back in the uh, Super Bowl in 2008, when the Steelers beat the uh, Arizona Cardinals, who was the main kick return man? I believe it was Richard Huntley was returning kicks. And then uh, the punts, they would often put uh, uh, Day Moore back there for, like you said, for, uh, for, for the short hands. And he would often just, just call for fair, fair catches. It was not Richard Huntley. Zach Eisman says Stefan Logan. Uh, Logan was actually here only one year. It wasn't Randall L either. He wasn't back yet. It's a guy. The guy actually scored a touchdown in that Super Bowl. Gary uh, Russell. Number uh, thirty-three. I feel so silly. I, I I was thinking that's what I was thinking of, but I got the I, I got the name wrong by a decade. Richard Huntley, and yet the same like, number. Yeah, he played in two thousand. <laughs> uh, that's the you, off season. You had the exact same number. <laughs> this guy was a big man. He went about two thirty. Yeah. Do you also remember the days of Najee, the dump truck Davenport? 
him, oh, yes. he was returning kicks. Right. You know, you had a lot of guys returning kicks that were more sure-handed instead of burners on this team. I think I could honestly tell you the last burners would be Stefan Logan and uh, maybe Alan Rossum, but Alan Rossum was a little older as well, too, mm-hmm. but he still had some speed, and he returned one f- for the Steelers as well. Um, right. So that's what I'm thinking, that they still might consider him a sure-handed alternative to returning kicks and returning punts. Because there's also the thing that they... You know why Antonio Brown was the the return man for so long, especially on punts? It's because he was the only alternative, Tony. Would you agree with me on that? For the, for the longest time he was. I, I remember we, we would talk about it every offseason, that they had to find a, a guy to replace him because he was just so valuable as a receiver. He was... <laughs> there was a time there when he was the best receiver in the NFL and he was also returning punts for the, for the Steelers. So uh, they eventually uh, replaced him with Eli, Eli Rogers, although it was, it, he wasn't nearly as, as, as dangerous, but yeah, I, I, they didn't have an alternative for the longest time. Eli Rogers was not effective as a return man. He, he, right. he really was not. Um, but he was a little more, uh, he had sure hands, but they had to go away from Eli Rogers and bring back Antonio Brown. And that's something they just did not want to do. So when they brought Ryan Switzer in, they felt like they they had that guy. And I am wondering at this point if they still think he's that guy and they're not really worried about the return game as much, but just not turning it over. Because you're not going to get a turnover very often from a guy like Ryan Switzer. He does not really put it on the ground. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He, he might be the new, uh, when it comes to returning punts, maybe the guy they send back there when uh, a sort of a veteran guy. Now he's been in the league for a few years. Somebody they, they, they uh, throw back there when they, when they want to uh, make sure they secure the ball and not, not worry about uh, advancing, advancing it. Because if they wanted to have an electric return man, they would have kept Deontay Spencer. They would have right. found a way to keep him last year. Right. But they went in the direction and they started the season, not with Deontay Johnson, but with Ryan Switzer. Ryan right. Switzer did get hurt. Now, uh, you know the uh, you know the nickname. They call him Mr. Electric Football because he <laughs> doesn't move around a whole heck of a lot. But something happened there. He was moving around quite a bit um, in 2018. Did somebody tell him just to be conservative with it? Or did something happen? Let's look at these stats. Tony, I'm going to bring these up right here. If you look at his punt returns, he had 252 punt return yards, um, 30 of 30 returns, and he averaged 8.4 yards. Now, he only had 29 on eight returns last year, but the average is what you really need to look at. And the average was 3.6. Mm-hmm. The year before in Dallas, his rookie year in Dallas, it was 8.8. Right. So nothing really changed until 2019. And a young player, this guy's a young player. So why did that change? Um, on kickoff returns as well, I mean, he went from 25.0 in 2017 to 18.4. Not a dramatic jump, not a dramatic change, but 
I'm thinking there's something, somebody in the organization wants him to just hold onto the ball and get the hand, get the ball in the hands of Ben Roethlisberger or whoever the, the Steeler quarterback is. Um, that includes last year. Um, are you smelling something there, Tony? Are you thinking that, am I, is it just my brain burning or am I onto something here? Well, when you when you matched his 2018 numbers with, with his numbers when he said when he was with Dallas 8.8 or 8.4, uh, maybe last year it was more since the defense was so dominant and, and they were so compromised at the quarterback position after the first couple games they had young the younger guys in there Mason and uh, Devlin Duck Hodges, uh, maybe he he was getting the orders from uh, Mike Tomlin or or, or Danny Smith to just uh, be cautious because. You don't want to make a, a critical mistake. You don't want to turn the ball over deep. Just you know, you have a great defense. Uh, let let the defense keep you in the game and, and try to win it at, at the end. So it could have been a, that could have been the uh, the general uh, line of thinking last year when it came to uh, returning punts. Well, let's talk about his receiving game as well. Now you saw in that opening game against New England last year, Ben Roethlisberger went to him a lot. He didn't move that much. He was that that game was a mess. Um, right. that, that game was, it was rough all the way around. Um, but he really wasn't, uh, he was more of a possession guy. He doesn't drop the ball. He catches it, doesn't move that much, but he moved more the year before. So last year he averaged 3.4 yards per reception. That is 50% less than what he averaged the year before at 7.0. So something happened. Was it the quarterback change? But he wasn't moving much in game one and game two with Ben. So something was going on. Maybe he was still hurt. But uh, And Dennis Sheridan, one of our great contributors, I love this. I don't think it's fair to compare anyone's stats from last year. You know, I agree with you on the receptions. That's what I'm saying because everything is completely. We were we were defending Juju yesterday. You know, we were defending Juju because you can't compare his stats from the year before. Um, but what I'm what I'm saying, even with Ben Dennis, he was not moving that much. So I was wondering if this is direction that he's getting because you can't. I mean, you can compare punt returns. It's uh, it's fair to say that you can go ahead, compare the difference of punt returns and kickoff returns. And the reason you can do that is because you don't have a quarterback throwing to you. So that's what we can compare. But you're right on the receptions. Something went down, but he does have the ability. So that backs up everything we're saying that he could make this team on his own merit because you did not. Nobody really disliked him until 2019. Nobody wanted right. him gone. Now, this entire offseason, everybody wants him gone. And I don't think he's that bad. I don't think you want him to be the number one guy, which he's not going to be. But what you do want out of Ryan Switzer is someone that could catch the ball on third and two and advance the sticks um, just to get another uh, a four downs. Tony, what are your thoughts there? Where does... Where does Ryan Switzer fit in on this offense? I think he fits in, but where? Well, uh, one way of looking at it is, is you know, you, you, injuries are inevitable 
right? So if one of those t the top four guys goes down, then you, you, who would you rather have in there, a, 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 an unknown or somebody who's, who Ben's comfortable with, who you can go to as a slot receiver for a game or, 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 or a, a, you know, somebody you can bring in on, at five, on you know, five receiver sets. So if you look at it that way, he has been around the league. He's not, a, he's not an, an older veteran, but he is a veteran now. I guess it's what, his fourth year or fifth year. So that's somebody fourth. who's been around. He, he, okay, he, he's, it's his third year with the Steelers. Now he knows the system. So at the very least, he's a dependable guy that you can, you can bring in if somebody else gets hurt. Or if somebody, if one of the younger guys is having, having trouble, uh, you know, learning the system with the details, as Mike Tomlin would say. So that's what we're looking at with uh, Ryan Switzer for as much as everybody does not, everybody, uh, a lot of people disagree. I don't want to say everybody because there's people actually agreeing on here. Um, you want him to go ahead and advance the chains. You want him to help out. But if he's your number one option, like he was against New England last year, you're going to be in trouble. Kriakis says it, safety valve for Ben, no other quarterback through to him. And that's the thing. If you have a safety valve, but you, you've got to make sure that you're throwing it to him, that he's advancing the chains. Right. That's it. If you're going to throw him short, he might not be getting there. So that's, you got to use him right. But if you use this guy right, you can have another weapon to be very valuable. Now, I want to, don't really want to say weapon, but you're going to have a guy that is going to be a nice piece of the puzzle with everybody else you have. Because look, it's going to be hard to double guys here, Tony. It, mm -hmm. it just really is. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, like, well, like, like they're saying, excuse me, I'm having technical difficulties. But uh, as they're saying, you know, a, a safety a safety valve out of the backfield, or not out of the backfield, but, uh, you know, on, on maybe third and short, somebody who can get to the sticks, you know, a uh, five-yard out uh, uh, over the middle, something like that. So, from from that perspective, I mean, they're gonna they're gonna have to find a, a role for him if he, if he makes a team. I know that, so it's, it's gonna be interesting interesting to see what they do. I don't think they're just gonna you know uh, keep him on the roster and then have him just just sit, sit on the sidelines all year. I, I, he's gonna have a role somewhere, whether it's as we talked about a a the shorthanded punt returner or or. Uh, it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The, the slot receiver for, for, for Ben on third down, something like that. So I messed up. I really messed up. And this is why, because I should have saved this topic for uh, next week's Homer and the Hater, um, on my Sunday show with Lance Williams. The electronic football is not a quality receiver. It's just something we're always going to disagree on. But here's the thing. And Lance, and I told you at the beginning that, uh, that Lance was going to disagree with me if he was on here. And I'm glad Lance, I'm glad to have you on here. Um, here's the thing. You could make this guy work as a piece of the puzzle. And as long as you have those other guys and you're not using him as a number one weapon, like they did against New England last year, 
you're going to get something good out of Ryan Switzer, and it's going to equate to a W if he is used correctly. And that's the bottom line. Somebody said that he's just, he's a generic player. He's, uh, someone called him, you know, just like vanilla. But I think vanilla is a great flavor, by the way. So I, I, he, I don't know. Didn't he but, line up in the backfield too, uh, several, you know, a lot over the last, his first two years here? I think I remember seeing him line up in the backfield. So, I mean, not that he would, he would get handoffs necessarily, but, but as a safety valve out of the backfield, that might be a, a role for him. As opposed to a running back, because uh, 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 he would, he you would think he would have shorter hands than, than your typical running back. That's definitely that's definitely it. But there's one thing we want to talk about, and we'll talk about this next. And that is what we're going to talk about is Robert Sasevitz brings this up. He says Deontay is an All Pro punt returner, which he was second team All Pro, and now. Here's the thing. I would rather see Deontay Johnson as my punt returner for the Pittsburgh Steelers. But there's your double-edged sword. Here's the rub. He gets hurt. He's gone. You lose one of your top weapons at wide receiver. And we talked about that before when we were talking about Antonio Brown. So we're talking about Antonio Brown, how <clears throat> I had a buddy. Every time Antonio Brown was back to back to field a punt he was like i hate that they do this i hate it i hate it and uh you know i get it but you know they they were trying to keep him healthy and are they going to do the same thing with deontay johnson tony i don't think so right away I, you know i think i think mike common likes to let his young guys earn it a little bit before he gives them that preferential treatment with the exception maybe i think levion bell is the only young guy i remember him really giving that kind of treatment to early on but i think they're gonna they're gonna make him earn that right away. But, but, but the, the great thing about, about uh, Deontay Johnson is, is he, he is a weapon right now. And that, that, I think that's exciting. And as far as, as, uh, as Ryan Switzer, if he does make the team, it's going to have to be on merit. You know, otherwise they're going to be tying themselves in knots, trying to find, find a role for him. So, you know, if he, if he is the, uh, the, the fourth or fifth receiver on most Sundays, and if he is that, that guy, they, they uh, uh, send back there, you know, to, to to make the fair catch when they don't want to have a costly turnover. Then I'm okay with that. But to your point, I, I don't know what, what why there was such a why, why they were tell, telling him to be cautious last year. Because if you remember 2018, especially the first game against the Browns, I I was actually impressed by what he was able to do on punt returns. I think kickoff returns too in that game. So. I don't, I don't know what, what, what happened last year in that regard, because it, it shouldn't, it, unless there was some kind of injury that we don't, that we don't, we, we are not aware of. I, I just don't understand how his production on a returns goes down 50%. So that's, right. uh, that's just something that, uh, that missed me and makes me wonder if it's just like, Hey, just fill the punt, get the offense out on the field and don't worry about it. <laughs> Lance, he's giant Eagle brand cornflakes. Oh my gosh, Lance, mm -hmm. uh, I love it. Uh, you know what? There's just some things we're not going to agree on, so that's what's going to make our show so much better when I'm teaming up with Lance as well. Um, I just, well, uh, I'm this guy. I'm thinking that, and Lance is asking, who do you take off the field for Switzer to get snaps? There's packages, and you have them. I'm, you don't, when you have this much talent, 
and I'm including Switzer in that talent. And we're about to talk about the receivers that are going to make this team too. But when you throw in four talented receivers, throw in Switzer on top of that, then throw in the fact that you have a fullback now that could catch the ball in the backfield in Derek Watt, and you have two very good pass-catching tight ends. Production stats are going to go down all the way around, but it's how you use them. Would you rather have 1,000-yard receivers? We talked about this yesterday. A bunch of 1,000-yard receivers, maybe 2,000-yard receivers, and nobody else contributing? Or would you like to have a lot having very good numbers and weapons all over the field that nobody could be double-covered? And that's what is happening here. Now, if you have him, if you're in a situation where you could sneak Switzer to convert a third and three or a third and two or something and sneak him on the field when they're worried about everybody else, he's going to catch the ball. So that's the bottom line. It's how he's used. Last year was an aberration all the way around. 2019 was crazy. Um, Because your offensive coordinator was on the shelf. And I know, Tony, you might disagree with me if uh, uh, after listening to your show uh, that there was no secret offensive coordinator, but still, I that's something we'll kind of disagree on. But um, you had the fact that Ben Roethlisberger wasn't out there. Um, a lot of, uh, there was no connection and there was no consistency. This year, Ben stays healthy. We've been talking, we've been talking about that the entire ever since he went down. So um, that's it. And Dennis agrees with me. And I love when Dennis agrees with me. I agree with Brian on that. Let's give defense fits. And you really can. You don't have to be sexy to be effective. I've proved that in my lifetime. I'm not sexy. I could be effective. Um, But what I'm saying is you don't have to be marquee to make it happen. And the Steelers are going to have some guys on that team that uh <laughs> hey twitter tells me that all the time so I, I i know what you mean brian and i tell you what we got an award first of all i'm gonna bring this up athios b sapien says this is definitely a homer and homer show imagine trying to find a spot for a receiver on the roster because he's friends with the qb i still think he's gonna do it but here's here's the award we're gonna get i push hard gives us an award lamest topic ever Woo-hoo! wow <laughs> if you got ever next to it <laughs> right you're looking pretty good um right. yeah he, lamest topic ever well and uh 98671x says he averages 3.4 yards a catch i'll take that 3.4 yards on on a uh a third and three i'll also but he was also averaging eight yards a catch the year before so uh that's uh you definitely have somebody that can we're not always going to agree, and I love it, but here's the thing. He could be used, and if he's used right, you're going to love him at some point in 2020 if this is a successful team. And I really think that uh, he could be helpful to this team. So we'll just leave it at that. But let's look at the uh, wide receivers now. I would, I, I'm still going to agree that he is still your fifth option on this team. Because number one, of course, well, let let me hear it from you, Tony. Who's number one in this stable? Oh, it's 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 Juju. I think we have to respect what he did the first two years with Ben in there. Of course, he you know he had AB, 
which 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 would benefit anybody. But still, I think he earned the right to be the the number one. And and, and as we talked about before, he did he did uh, draw a lot of, a lot of uh, double coverage last year. And of course, he had the, the quarterback issues like they all did on offense. And of course, he had injuries that he had to battle through. So I think he's still number one. So I'm a. Uh... I'm getting these weird pop-ups ever since I started doing the pop. Uh, so if you saw my face right now, it wasn't the live chat. I just get this really weird I thought really it was, I, thought it was I push hard because he had a really he had a really uh, uh, aggressive uh, uh, answer there. I hey, you know what? I, I I I respect I push hard for coming in on the show, and you know I uh, I I might have joked about uh, him calling us winning the award, but hey, any topic, any any. Uh, any opinion I respect. So uh, thank you for coming in and I don't have a problem with it. Um, but yeah, the, um, let's look at everybody else. So number two, people are throwing in DJ. Deontay Johnson is your clear number two. I think if we're looking at it that way, where do we go three and four? I think, uh, I think right now, I think you have to give that, role to James Washington. But then again, uh, as you said, it's, it's all about the packages too. Like wh wh who's the, who's the slot on a certain play? Who's the X, who's the Y, or is that Z? <laughs> I'm not, but uh, yeah, I think it, it's all about packages, but I think, I think James Washington based on, on experience and, and how he, he made the leap from his rookie year to last year. I think he, he's your number three right now. So Switzer, is he competing for a job or does he have a job? Tony Defio? I think he's competing for a job right now. I don't think I don't think it's set in stone because I think I think they like uh, Deion Kane. I think he he he's somebody that they're they're going to be high on and they're gonna they're gonna be hopeful that he can he can show them something this summer. But again, I think having Ben in his corner is gonna gonna help when it comes to it's like the end of uh, or I guess towards the end of training camp and Invincible when they were deciding uh, who. Are they going to keep Vince Papali or the other guy? And it was close. I think. I think having somebody in your corner, uh, as as with the status of Ben Roethlisberger, is going to help him. And in the movie's case, it was it was the uh, the fake Dick Dick Vermeil. But in this case, it'll be the real Big Ben. <laughs> the fake Dick Vermeil. Greg Kinnear is nobody's football coach. I've got a problem with that movie. I like. I really like that movie. But when I found out that he played in the uh, World Football League. Before that whole thing, he had pro football experience. I'm like, ah, oh, you've ruined it for yeah, me. I know. But the truth. I didn't realize that either. I thought he was straight up off the street, just playing a uh, uh, hard touch football. But no, he had he had some uh, pretty decent experience. Okay, hard touch football. I mean, yeah, not just touch football. It's hard, hard touch, touch football. football. <laughs> All right, I want to ask the live chat this, and I'm going to ask you first, Tony. Is this the best potential? receiving core and i'm including the tight ends that the steelers have had in the last 30 years well i think they had some i think they had some really good ones and like, i think the 2015 group was really good with uh with ben and and, and uh, uh martavis and, and and i think wheaton was really good at, at, at certain stages and i'm probably missing somebody there but I, I think i think that group was pretty good and i think the group that they had in, in, in the mid nineties when they went to Super Bowl thirty when Chan Gailey was uh was was uh doing the five wide as the uh as the secret offensive coordinator, I think he really was that year. Um I think that was a really good one. But I think this one is like that nine it can be like that ninety five because there really wasn't a standout 
I think Yancey Thigpen was your number one, but he wasn't really an all pro number one. And I think this receiving core can be like that. It could be four or five deep and be really solid all the way across the board. I tell you what, I think this is a very talented group if they all stay healthy, which is a huge if. But even if you have somebody go down, you have a lot to go ahead and move in there. It's not a situation where you're looking at 2016. And 2016, um, somebody mentioned that they really liked 2017, and that was a, that was a good group there. But 2016 was a group at the end. Your number two guy was number 83, and we're not talking Heath Miller. Do you remember that guy? Do you remember the guy I'm talking about? I, I remember he did catch he he did catch the game winning pass in overtime in the, uh, the 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 Landry Jones Bowl at the end of the year. But other than that, yeah, he was. I mean, he he did pretty good for somebody who uh, who didn't have a really high pedigree. But that that he wasn't a good number two receiver to have in the AFC Championship game, which is what he was because uh, of all the injuries. What was his name, Tony? Oh gosh, I, I, don't, I don't remember. I know it was number eighty-three, but I can't remember. You his lost name. it, and here's yeah. the thing: I lost it too. And I was just talking about him earlier. Yeah. Oh my god! Someone's gonna bail me out on the live Help chat. Us out, I, live chat. Yeah, I, I I hate when I do that. There's so much going in in this brain here, and it's gonna. I mean, it's gonna come to me in a second, and I'm just like, I, I just completely lost it. Um. But anyways, I, I think this is a talented group. So there, it wasn't Swede. Uh, gosh, no, no, no. how am I losing this? That uh, poor guy. Can't, we can't think of it. Hamilton, there you go. Kobe yeah. Hamilton. That's Hamilton. who I wanted. Uh, that's what I was saying. Yeah, and, years. and how did I forget that? I, I've just talked about him. That's the problem. So, you know. Vance and Ebron, we were talking about this yesterday on the show. Um, depressed Steeler fan brings them up. It's a great tight end duo. You had a great tight end duo in 2000, I believe it was 17, with uh, Jesse James and Vance McDonald together. They were nearly a thousand yard receiving option if you combine their stats right. and combine their catches. Um, so you had a really good, you you had a really good tight end duo there. I think you have a really good tight end duo here. And when I'm talking about stats, you don't have to have one guy go off. If you if both of them are really, really good and you have that thousand yard tight end out of two guys, I'm taking it. Right. And that's what I'm saying about number three and number four in this roster. I'm taking it. I'm taking those guys. If they could all be have really good numbers, then you're in good shape. Right. So, and I think they have a. I mean, they're they're loading Ben with with uh, targets. Yeah. Plenty of targets, and these guys will catch those targets. Um, may have a drop here and there, but but not as many as you think, because I mean, you have a guy in Ebron that's caught thirteen. What's the Steeler record for touchdown? Uh, when I say 13, 13 touchdown um, catches back in two thousand eighteen. What's the record, Tony, for a Pittsburgh Steeler tight end? How many touchdown passes? I I, I don't know. Was it Eric Green? He it's Heath. Heath, okay. How many do you think Heath had? I'm gonna say eight. Eight was his his best. Okay. So when he uh, pulled in eight touchdown passes, 
that that's the best. And no one will ever say that Heath Miller was a pedestrian tight end in Pittsburgh. In fact, he ranks a lot of people don't realize this. He's in the top 10. And I, if I'm not mistaken, he's number eight as far as tight ends in NFL history with receptions. He's eighth overall. And that's pretty good. And a lot of people don't think about that, but uh, yeah, eight is the uh, eight is the record. Um, Robert's saying 70. Um, I was talking single season though. Um, If you get 70 in in one single season, that would be just absolutely amazing. Um, I do that in my uh, dreams and on, uh, I don't want to say Madden because I don't play Madden, but on techno football, remember Mm. techno ball, techno ball. Oh, we played it every weekend for years in the early 90s. Rod Woodson was unstoppable. Rod Woodson was amazing in that yeah. game. You yeah. weren't kidding. But I, I, I did real well with Bam Morris, too. Oh, wow. Bam was tough. Bam was just running over people. Um, Reginald Rivers brings up Benny Cunningham as a very good tight end. Somebody's bringing up uh, Eric Green. I tell you what, I tight end is my Bruner. favorite position. Mark Bruner. Um, he was I'm, more of a blocker. Yeah. I'm probably putting Mark Bruner. He was the number one over no, number one pick for the Steelers in 1995. I'm probably going to put Bruner maybe around five or six. If you're going, hey, live chat, help me out with this. Let's let's do this. Let's rank them. Number one, Heath. We're going to have to say Heath. Are we going Eric Green number two? Oh yeah, I think so. I think I mean as far just as far as. Uh, true ability he was he was ahead of his time in a lot of ways he was he was gronk before gronk he just didn't he, he wasn't in, in, in the best situation in in the late eight, i guess the early 90s here so but he was really good yeah i'd say heath and i mean who, who else would it be other than benny cunningham i've got one uh, i have uh, got one the, the, the guy uh, grossman from the super bowl years i it's not him he's good mike malarkey I'm going to okay. put Mark Mal- Mike Malarkey at, put Benny Nickel. at number three. I'll put LB Mike Nickel. Malarkey at number four. Late LB 80s. Nickel had the, oh, as far as uh, overall, though, LB, I think LB Nickel had the uh, the yardage record for a while until Heath took over. Yeah, right? LB was pretty good. I don't, I, uh, I tend to go 1969 when, when uh, Joe Green came in and Chuck Noll came in and on. And then you talk about the merger in 1970. That's kind of where I look at it. Um, Ladarius Green. Ladarius Green would have been good if he was healthy. He's a uh, well, um, r- right in the. Uh, we could talk about him with Senquez Golson. Right, <laughs> Jeremy well, I mean, Newman. He was there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Robert says Bam Morris could carry your uh, your uh, dope for you. Um, that's good. Um, Matt Spath. Wrong position. Yeah, so Matt Spath, guys like Spath and Tuman, they were they're not your sexy players, but they were in there to block and they were effective mm-hmm. and they were really good. So um I here's one guy who was the Steeler tight end, and it was not Mark Bruner in the Super Bowl, because Mark Bruner got hurt after nine or ten games, his rookie season, but in the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 30. Who was your tight end for the Pittsburgh Steelers against the Dallas Cowboys? Gosh. <laughs> oh, wow. Bry160701 gave me a Preston Gothard. 
Um, not for that answer. Wasn't and Adrian did, Cooper? Was it? Was he, wasn't was he Adrian gone? Cooper? No, he was gone by then. I think. Yeah, he I, was I, a, I, this guy I'm talking about is a former Kansas City Chief. Let's oh, see if the let's see if the mean. live chat can give me this guy without looking him up. I know who you mean. I can't think of the name though, but I know exactly who you mean. McGee. Oh, I, think that, I, I know. I know. Not, you got I him, know. Jonathan Hayes. Jonathan Hayes. Woo. Number eighty-five, Jonathan Hayes. Um, I'm sorry, you know, Matt Roberts. I'm sorry, Matt Roberts says we didn't make us. We don't make a Super Bowl with, without space. That's what I'm trying to say all along. Um, when we look at a 53-man roster, that 53rd guy is still going to be need to be effective. And if Ryan Switzer is your 53rd guy or your your tight end. Um, like a Preston Gothard or a uh, Matt Spath, um, is going to be it could come up big. Who's one guy that came up huge in the playoffs for the Steelers with a uh, now this guy what ended up being a big name, but he had to catch a ball on his helmet. And if we're going back in time to 2010, he became a big name, but no one expected Antonio Brown. Right. to uh, bail them out with a huge catch late in the playoff game. Right. Um, at that time, you didn't. Now we, kn- now we know then, but at the time, you're like, wow, everybody's yeah. contributing. And right. that's the thing. And that goes back to everything that I'm going to say from the beginning, We're talking about Ryan Switzer. There's a role and uh, th- there's a role for everybody. And if you could be a piece of a 53-man puzzle, and you're the one that makes it all complete. There you go. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, Reginald Rivers asked, What number did Jonathan Hayes wear? He wore number 85. And uh, speaking of which, if you check out on the uh, over the next month, if you check out on the uh, blog site behind the Stiller. Steelcurtain.com. You're going to see my uh, expose on the best numbers in Steeler history. And they're not going to, I mean, I'm not talking about 12. I'm not talking about 58. I'm talking about numbers that over time have been most effective. So uh, we uh, did honorable mention the other day. We're on, uh, I think, number 24, uh, not the number 24, but the 24th uh, best uh, uh, stable of numbers uh, hit today. So uh, check that out too, but um, lots of good stuff coming up on the show and in the in the blog site. If you want to talk numbers and have fun with that, check it out. So Tony, 
Um, my question to you is we've we've looked at the receivers. There's two that we didn't really mention. We we talked about really Switzer as a number five. If there's a sixth spot and you have guys like Deion Kane, and Deion Kane might be uh, fighting for that fifth spot, but you have Deion Kane and you have a guy from Penn State that also played in the XFL, Saeed Blacknell. Are you looking at these guys shocking the world and could could they could they unseat a guy like Switzer? I, I mean, I, I think uh, for sure Deion Kane could. Yeah, I think he has he has really great potential. I, I was actually uh, for my show the other day. I was doing some uh, looking at Jacoby Brissett's highlights, and 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 Kane made a few plays for, for uh, the Colts last year before I guess he was had he was released and signed to the practice squad, and then he came here, and then he had a few here. So. I think he definitely has a chance, and 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 the other guy played in, in the XFL, so I mean he he has some recent experience. So yeah, I mean I think I think the 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 the, the door is open for either one of those those guys to 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 show out and, and and beat out a switcher. But then again, if they keep six, I guess it really won't matter all, all that much. It would just be about who there wouldn't be really a five a fifth or a sixth. It'd just be about what uh, packages and what role that they that they that they have on the team. So uh, I, I appreciate you saying that. Um, this is the Steeler Q&A, so I want to throw it out to the, the live chat in the next 10 minutes with uh, not too much time left. Um, Jason Medley asks, haven't seen tape on Blacknell. Is he good? He's tall. Um, he's going to definitely be battling Kane for a position on this team. He's tall. He has some ability. Um, I haven't seen a lot on him, but what I saw, I like. I still like Deion Kane a whole heck of a lot too. That's going to be a fun battle. You're definitely, you're definitely in good hands with this receiving stable. You've got, like I was talking about earlier, I feel like you have a pretty deep, uh, a deep stable and a lot of options. Um, Jonas Wedlick, and I believe Jonas is um, was talking earlier that he is from Germany. Planning on very first trip to the U.S. What is your favorite seat row view at Heinz Field? Well, this is this is what I'm going to say on that, um, Tony. You've you've been to a few games over the over the last couple of years, right? Mm-hmm. Where yes. where do you typically sit? I I sit in the end zone mostly, and I don't like being up high. I don't because there are some bleacher seats in the end zone that end up being bleacher and I'm just not comfortable with it. Um, I don't think I agree with Cree. There's not really a bad seat in the house. I, uh, I kind of like the closed end zone though. I like uh section. I think section 100. I want to say a, a good friend of mine, uh, Greg Stryker. He, he actually does a lot of work for Steeler nation. Anyway, he, he took me to a game a couple years ago and they were really good seats. And uh, another friend of mine, he has similar, seats i think section 100 is really good it's not exactly uh the 50 yard line but it's 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 low uh low it's fairly low but not so low that you can't see and it's it's around the 30 to 35 yard line i think that's that's a pretty pretty good spot okay i tried with i push hard why are we discussing switzer i'm out of here we do about eight nine shows a week and uh he is on the team so uh i'm sorry we could not help you with all your needs um, but please have a good day. Um, 
Bry 160701, another Brian, I guess. If Jesse James would get cut, would they bring him back? I'd say no, um, just because of who they have right now. Now, if it's a situation next year, I don't think Vance McDonald is going to be on this team next year. So um, if that's the case, um, maybe they would look at him next year to uh, pair with Ebron. But I I do not expect it now. Uh, Tony, what do you think? No, and I think what he... When he signed with the with the Lions last year, he eleven million was guaranteed. So that's a lot of money uh, to to cut a guy in his second year. So I don't think he's going to be cut this year. But like you said, uh, if Vance McDonald you know, departs next year, and maybe Eric Ebron uh, is the number one, then you would definitely need a solid number two, and that's Jesse James. He's definitely would he would he would I could see him coming back, a la Matt Spath a few years ago. He came back a second time. Cree asked, Brian and Tony, do you actually think they will use Switzer right this year? I personally don't. That's up to Ben. And yeah. if Ben could use him right, um, they did not use him right last year and he was hurt. Um, but that's, uh, I will say this about Switzer, the entire thing. I will eat my words if I'm wrong and I will say it on the show and I'll, I'll say, Hey, you guys were right. Um, but I think Ben knows how to use him more than anybody, and they do have that rapport. So uh, there you go. I And uh, a follow-up to that is Donald Nolan. What stats would Switzer need to put up for everyone to accept him as a backup wide receiver or returner? Tony, what do you think? What would we need from him? You at least need a touchdown. Yeah, um, I'd say – I'd say for him, to, if he's going to have a role in in the offense and, and somebody that Ben wants to to go to from time to time, I think it would have to be as a he would have to get a lot of uh, he would have to be one of their leaders on picking up uh, third downs, you know, like third down receptions. It doesn't have to be a, a lot of catches, 15, 20. But if, if, if a lot of those catches are critical catches, and I think I think, you know, that would that would be something that I think would would give him a valuable role for the team. But, but again, like I said, they can't, they can't just keep him on there because he's Ben's guy and, and, and try to, and try to uh, uh, tw- twist themselves in knots to, to make a, uh, to get him, to get him to ball. He, he has, he has to do it on merit. That's, that's absolutely uh, true. Um, <laughs> Dallas Quinley, another great contributor to the show. Switzer sounds like a candy bar. Um, by the way, congratulations to Ryan Switzer. They, um, he and his wife um, welcomed a child last week, too, and that's that's wonderful. And uh, one of the things that does really annoy me um, when, when any Steeler has uh, great news, then you look in the comments, and you had an article about this last year, you, but you look in the comments and someone's saying, well, why don't they focus on football instead of it's like, yeah. come on, right. give right. the guy a break. Congratulations though. Um, the, that's awesome. Um, I love it. And I just uh, read on the website uh, yesterday on behind the that uh, Derek Watt is welcoming a, uh, another child too. I believe it's second. And the great thing about that is that's something more for uh, TJ and JJ to fight over because mm-hmm. they fight over um, showering that kid with uh, uh Uncle Lee love, if that's even a word, uh, a word, um, but the, you know, they, uh, they compete to be the favorite uncle and I, and that's pretty awesome. Um, 
Steelers 33 says my season tickets are 139 J save a seat for me. Steeler 33. I'll, I'll come hang out with you. Um, like Vanek, Matt Roberts says, like Vanek, why didn't they use him more? Um, are we talking about Vance? Um, is that a typo? I'm, and I'm not making fun of you. I'm just, uh, I think you're talking about Vance there. Um, Ben Roethlisberger knows how to use Vance McDonald and Vance McDonald will be effective as long as Ben's there as well, too. Um, it looked like Mason Rudolph was going to use the heck out of him last year when he came in, in that Seattle game. Uh, mm-hmm. Vance had a great game in, in week two in that Seattle game. It's just, uh, I think when Vince, when uh, Ben was gone last year, nobody really knew what to do, including the offensive coordinator, which is just uh, is, is kind of ridiculous. But mm-hmm. the bottom line to it is um, they got to use their weapons, and uh, Ben knows how to use some of these guys right, so you can really count on that. Um, as uh, Bry equals Brian, that's what I thought. Um, Bry 160701 says, yeah, that's – I go – a lot of my friends call me Bry too um, – no one calls me Brian on this show. Um, <laughs> it's just, I became bad. Um, and uh, Brian, if you're like me, um, you know, growing up in the, uh, in the eighties, you could never get something. Everybody spelled your name wrong. B-R-I-A-N. Um, Brian Adams made it cooler to be Brian um, with his summer of 69 and that reckless album. And it made it a whole lot lot cooler um so we're gonna get ready to wrap up everything here um tony we cannot do it without all these uh all these folks on the show um and we really appreciate everybody coming in with their opinions um i realize uh we're uh we're talking about uh ryan switzer i'm hoping it and i i think all of you would agree with me that uh i uh i'm hoping that uh that I'm right and you're wrong in this one. But if I'm wrong, I'll, I'll say it. But wouldn't it be great if uh, he came up huge and came up huge in a big way? Um, Matt Roberts um, said, sorry, I meant Vanette. And I, he that's uh, you know, no problem there. I, I just wasn't uh, computing on that. The Steelers have a hard time, Tony. Would you agree when they bring somebody in late in the preseason or early in the season of peppering them in. And uh, it's almost like they, uh, they need a, uh, a full preseason. We saw that with Vance McDonald. We saw that with, with even Switzer when he first came in, Um, you gotta, they need to have that rapport. And it seems like they, that uh, newcomers, if they don't have a full training camp, just don't get all the action that you think they would. Um, Vanette ended up leaving. He didn't like the way he was used um, either. Um, he didn't like the way he was used in Seattle either. I hope he likes the way he's used in Denver. Um, we'll just see. But once again, um, we're about to wrap things up. Thank you, everybody. We can't do it with uh, without the live chat. We love you all. Um, whether you agree or disagree with me, whether you think it's the worst topic ever, you still came in and checked it out and uh, we had a lot of fun with it. So I appreciate it. It's always good to uh, agree to disagree sometimes. And uh, we can't do these shows without you. And we really appreciate each and every one of you. So thank you so much. Be sure to like the show, 
be sure to tell a friend. Tony, any last thoughts? Yeah, I mean, uh, it's it, it's an interesting topic. A lot of people may not think it's sexy, but sometimes when we talk about the quote-unquote sexy stuff, people don't like that either. So it's a long enough season, and, and these are all questions that are going to have to be answered. So what's wrong with talking about them? So I thought it was a, a pretty good topic, and it's going to be interesting to see what they do with Ryan Switzer. And anybody has topic suggestions, I mean, I'm always scratching my head <laughs> trying to figure out what to talk about. So, right. um, yeah, let me know too. But, you know, hey, we appreciate all of you. And uh, whether you're number one on the roster, you're number 53, the bottom line, you're important to Steeler Nation. And uh, we appreciate all of you. And we appreciate everybody in the live chat as well. So, Tony, I appreciate you. Take us out, my friend. Oh, you, you have the first part. All right. I guess that is my job. Yeah. So for Tony, Tony Daffio, my name is Brian Anthony Davis. Thank you so much for being here. And to quote the great Rowdy Roddy Piper, just when you think you've got all the answers, we keep changing the questions. All right. Good night, my friends. We'll see you next week. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.